Let's say good things happen to those that are hopeful and ready for change and innovation. Welcome once again to Tech World with Shola Kenny. It's another time to get enlightened and inspired in the high city world. I'm so glad to be here once again live in the studio and um, I'm also happy to share with you that we have a guest in the house and we are going to start a new series on a very interesting topic that every listener, everyone online needs to connect to and actually take conscious effort to be a digital citizen very very interesting topic quickly um last week we were talking about business um um, investment opportunities that you can leverage on in 2021 you can go to my podcast and um and learn and also follow the the previous uh topics we've discussed on my podcast is anchor a n c h o r dot com forward slash shola kenny s h o l a k e w n y you can go on that podcast to listen to those previous um, editions very very interesting conversations with quite a good number of um, guests that i've had on the show for today i'm not going to really waste our time i want to quickly go into that topic of discussion today and we are going to be talking about digital citizenship it's a very huge topic if you are online, if you are listening to me all over the world right now, I need you to pay rapt attention to this conversation. I want to quickly go on a break. I will be back in a short while to bring up my guest into the show. Welcome back. It's still Tech World with Shola Kenny on Crest is 7.7 FM. We are here live in the studio to enlighten you on IT-related topics and IT-related uh, product and solutions that you can leverage on to better your business productivity and also for better livelihood. For today's topic, I have my guest in the studio. His name is... Bola Orogun. I really call him a rare one. I'm so <laughs> glad to have you in the studio right now. Welcome to the studio. Um, it's a pleasure to be on the program, Mr. Shokeni. I'm honored. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, this, this, man, this man is a great guy. He's got so much content, so much intellectuals that you can actually um, learn a lot of things from him. He's so robust in terms of the digital space. And like I said the other time, we are looking into this topic called digital citizenship i would like you to put in a lot of insights regards these for our listeners to be able to understand please um shoot oh <laughs> uh, well thank you uh, mr shalakani uh, and it's a pleasure to be on the program once thank again. you for coming on board yeah um before we go into digital citizenship we need to understand that the world is a fast running place right the pace at which the world runs mm-hmm. is so fast that you have to keep up or be left behind we uh, migrated from the stone age right to the analog age mm-hmm. and now we are in the digital age and right. since the world is becoming a global village now mm-hmm. the transition from the stone age right. through the digital age i mean through the analog age mm-hmm. to the digital you. age is right. becoming is Very becoming robust. something robust mm-hmm. and the fulcrum for this 
is technology. Right. If Naira is the currency we spend in Nigeria, the currency mm -hmm. spent in the digital world is technology. Right. So for anyone to actually still remain relevant in the digital world, mm -hmm. you must be a digital citizen. It's much like a society. Okay. If you are a citizen of Nigeria, you must have something called your citizenship. Right. And for you to be relevant in digital system, society, you must be a digital citizen. Okay. So we can also compare um, to, for, for listeners out there, I always like to break down things a lot so that they can really um, relate to what we're talking about. In terms of digital um, citizenship, can we also talk about it has to do with your data online? Yes, it has okay. to do with your data. Um, data is the new oil and everything we do now in this world revolves around data. Okay. Um, quick one, I, I scripted it here as um, digital citizenship refers to the responsible use of technology by anyone. Responsible use. The responsible use Okay. of technology by anyone who uses a computer or anything that is connected to the internet okay now digital citizenship includes learning digital skills okay becoming digital literate and navigating the digital world as an extension of the real world mm. 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 so in sharp contrast to the real world where right. we have both good and bad citizens okay in the digital world also we have good and bad citizens okay yeah. all right good um, digital citizens now today in the academic sphere that we are talking about okay yes um engage students and show them how to connect with one another yeah how to learn good and new stuff from the internet okay and how to create long-lasting relationship in the digital sphere oh yeah so what we are looking at for listeners and everyone online listeners also the online audience is we are actually looking at the education sector regards this digital citizenship we are looking at the education sector how everyone can actually be a digital citizenship um citizen in terms of the education sector and and like he said the other time responsible use of the technology mm -hmm. we, we need to look at twitter but maybe one of in the next series <laughs> yeah yeah maybe because when, I, we'll we get, were sharing, when, we, when we get to digital communication we'll, we'll, exactly we'll, we'll so we that. need to look at the branches um related to this um, digital citizenship so that um, listeners and audio od online audience you you can actually write down this particular subgroups that are all attached to digital uh, citizenship. yeah exactly well um like i said digital citizenship is not a new concept mm -hmm. it has been online it has been working for like a while okay but what, what actually triggered digital citizenship now is um the pandemic that eats the world right where you have to work from home mm -hmm. you have to school from home you have to yes. do almost everything from home mm -hmm. now in in the advanced countries it yes. was easy for them to do a lot of things from home, to work right. from home, they to were learn almost from like home. used to that very used kind of but system. coming to uh, coming Africa. to our, our <laughs> settings here, yeah, especially in Nigeria, yeah, it it, it becomes an ailment. It's 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 sickening. difficult. It is difficult. It is difficult. It mm. is difficult. Now, um, uh, during the lockdown, um, sites like Zoom, Google Meet became yes. popular. Yes. But you would understand that in Nigeria, you don't see people learning real time with such things. Mm. Either because of the mentality, either because of the way we are wired, or either because we are not properly educated on these things. And that is why this show is very important exactly. for listeners. Like you said, it's going to be a series, but today mm -hmm. we are going to be working on um, talking on one particular aspect. Now, yes. quickly, um, digital citizenship encompasses a lot of sub-themes. Yes. We have digital access, 
digital e-commerce. I want you to go very slow so that our listeners can actually jot these things down. Oh, okay. You can also go on Google later after now to also check it, but it's going to be a series that we will be looking into and ensuring that every one of us we come up to still scale in terms of um, um, being enlightened about all those things we're talking about today. Yeah, right. So um, the first one is um, digital access. Okay. How do you assess the digital world? Mm-hmm. What are the things you need to assess the digital world? Okay. How do you stay relevant on that digital world after assessing? Okay. Then the next one is digital commerce. Mm-hmm. How do you leverage on the tech that you have with you to push your business to the next level right that's a good one then the next one is digital communication where social media comes in twitter facebook and the likes what do you use your social media for is it productive are you a bad digital citizen that mm. cyber bullies people? Mm-hmm. That exactly. Is, that that's is, the right word. That is under digital communication and it's going to be part of the series we'll talk about. Okay. Um, we have digital etiquette, what you do online, how you do them online, things you should. So it's just like do. when we talk about the etiquettes on, on, on the digital space, it's like the way like you eat, the way you communicate to people. Mm-hmm. The, the normal way in, um, in Nigeria and Yoruba land where you have to say good morning to someone, the cocktail you put up on the digital sphere. Mm. We have digital law that encompasses copyright, patents and people not you knowing know that the law. that's a huge that's um, a huge we, one too it's very huge in terms of mistakes a lot of people Make. let me quote, put it in quote like that a lot of us that usually accept i agree to all this <laughs> um, just when you just pick up your phone you are download a app you don't read the terms and conditions you don't read anything you just click yes yes either they are asking that the moment you click yes they are ripping your password well, all right let's be very factual with this it's quite um cumbersome when you look at the terms and conditions sometimes of some of these applications and well you can see like 10 pages of t and c yeah but like the lawyers around will agree with me okay these tnc's can be broken down to just some of the summary that are always beneath when we okay. get to the mm. series part where we talk about okay, digital fantastic. law we, we talk about that the okay, next good. one we have digital rights and responsibilities as a citizen mm. as a digital citizen you mm. have your right you have your responsibilities mm. social media can't just do anything with you if right. you don't misdo so to say if so there are also laws like you there said, are laws that governs the, the social media space exactly okay, let's say for example you paid um on the social media to advertise your your content mm-hmm. and with no prior notice no it was taken off you can't sue them but a lot of people don't know this yeah you can sue that's so the next one is digital health and wellness how often do you use your phone do you stay on or you, do you stay at your phone for for hours do you start your phone for hours? Do you even use your phone to better your health? You are mm. feeling symptoms of headache and the next thing is you just want to go get one apps. Why not just go on your digital platform and get information right. about it? You know the funny thing on my Samsung application, I mean my Samsung phone, I discovered that's about um, a year or two ago that there is this application called Samsung Health. Health. Yes. People really don't know about this application. Yes. If you have a Samsung application, I mean phone that you use, if you go on that Samsung Health, it can actually help you to measure your heart rate, rate blood yes. rate, your blood rate, your, your, stress, your level. stress level, yeah, even your weight. It yes. can help you recording. And funny thing is that I was quite shocked that it was able to really track my sleeping mode accurately. 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 I don't wear any wearable or you whatever. Know, it, it is a different thing to go to bed. It is a different thing to sleep. Right. You tell someone I'm going to bed. That doesn't mean you're sleeping instantly. Exactly. Sometimes you we are still with our phones. In fact, sometimes you have the deep sleep and then you and have the light, light sleep. sleep. 
and it records it exactly massive massive in fact there's also food you can also add water reminder exactly if you are the type of person that doesn't you are not so used to drinking water you can if, if you have ulcer you can set times you want to heat it will remind you it can tell you things you should eat right so it's there digital health and awareness we are really going to look then the next one which is the last one which okay. is actually the most important right is digital security how do you self-protect yourself on the digital space mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. recently we heard about whatsapp trying to harvest people's data <laughs> and people trying to port from whatsapp to right. telegram uh, what is giving you the assurance that telegram also is not harvesting your data exactly almost right. all the social media do but there are ways you can boycott some of these things there are ways you can self-protect yourself on the digital space it's just like a normal citizen of a country you mm -hmm. do self-protection exactly if you are working and somebody is trying to slap you there's a way you guide yourself mm -hmm. so on the digital sphere also there is a way so you we are looking at in terms of awareness also i mean if you remember for some of our listeners and audience online have been following me uh, there was a time i had a series on cyber security how you can be aware on digital space i want to quickly go on a break i will be right back don't change that dial don't turn off on that your internet right now you cannot afford to miss any part any bit of the show right now Welcome back once again. It's the Tech World with Shola Kenny on Crest 87.7 FM. It's the time that we're getting ourselves enlightened in the ICT world. We're still talking about digital citizenship and we've actually talked about the sub sub menus added to the digital citizenship. So we want to pick one out of those sub routes and then we'll talk extensively on it for the next 10 to 15 minutes so Are, let's continue with the conversation that so let's pick one of those sub roots of the topic that we're talking about and then discuss extensively on it for our online audience and then people listening to us locally well thank you uh, mr shalakian today we will be talking about digital literacy okay good now maybe probably because i'm a university lecturer and mm -hmm. after seven years of lecturing in a university mm -hmm. i find it imperative to start from from there okay the hailman that is eating deep into the university space is becoming appalling so mm -hmm. like the topic is saying today we are trying to discuss digital citizenship as a panacea as a cure exactly as the a possible cure to mm -hmm. the educational system in, in Nigeria now if you want to understand digital citizenship for educational enhancement okay through digital literacy you have to focus on four steps the okay. first one is practicing digital literacy mm. it is another thing for you to be digitally traced another thing for you to practice it what okay. you don't practice you forget right the next one is harnessing web tools for mm. personal growth okay the third one is practicing digital awareness that we discussed okay. about yeah, right. and secure your devices so quickly let's let's even talk about the ailments that okay. are relevant okay. in the educational sphere in Nigeria. Now, the decay in the educational system in Nigeria is obviously evident. Right. And this isn't due to lack of brilliant minds. In Nigeria, we are brilliant. Yes. An average Nigeria right. is brilliant. Okay. So this is not due to lack of brilliant minds. Rather, it is due to lack of infrastructures to harness the potentials of these brilliant minds. Now, these days, most students just read to pass. Right. In schools, they just they read to pass. I am a software developer. I'm a programmer. Right. I teach programming in the university. And you will be surprised that some of my students don't learn programming to know. 
they just, they just a, left me to I, just, I, to I, just I actually it graduated from Futa some couple of years back. Okay. The, the lecturer that taught us Fortran 77, okay. funny thing is that for me, he actually doesn't even know, even know it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, we are going to get there when we talk okay. about the facilitators. We are going to go to that particular okay, thing you spoke fantastic. about. Now, um, uh, a major percentage of the problems we have in the educational sphere in Nigeria has been solved in developed countries by just one concept, e-learning. Electronic learning. E-learning or distance learning. Okay. Yeah. So, however, e-learning in Nigeria has been epileptic for different reasons. I'm going to give just five reasons. Okay, good. Let's look into the that. The first one is the learner's problem. Students do not value education anymore. Okay, why did you say that? Well, maybe probably because they feel the fastest way to make money in this country is no longer education. Okay. You go to school, spend five years, mm -hmm. spend four years, graduate, become a teacher that is begging for 15,000 years. At the end of the day, probably you get a job with the government, mm -hmm. you are hold salary of almost half a year. Mm -hmm. Whereas, if you don't go to school and you join the cyber crime gang, what you are supposed to make in the mm -hmm. government for a year, you make in a month. So there is learner problem already. Mm -hmm. The next one is mm -hmm. the facilitator's problem. Okay. The brilliant minds no longer lecture in the university. Mm -hmm. Now they go to the industry. They go to places where they make more money. Yeah, exactly. So they we are left with money. people that really don't know what they are doing to lecture upcoming generation. What about looking at it from the perspective of having um, sources of income? Yeah. That means widening your sources of income. You could be a lecturer and then you also have what you do in, in yeah, terms of business it's, industry, it's, it's like what, building a structure and all that. It is what we are going to talk about when we go to digital commerce. Okay, because I know you do something. Yeah, I am that. I'm a software developer. I, yeah. I make softwares, I build websites for, companies, for people and I, make, all over and, the world. I, and I make my money. Yeah, but, I try. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to facilitators problem, it's a deep one. When, mm. when I graduated from the university, I had a first mm. class and I was being asked, what will I like to do? Like, what okay. kind of job would I like to do? Okay. And I said, it expressly I want to become a lecturer mm. people still ask me to today are, why are you lecturing is it mm. because of lack of jobs no I right. didn't I didn't graduate from school in the first class not to have jobs there were opportunities right. mm -hmm. but if we allow the brilliant minds leave the university sector who are the ones that are going to bring up the upcoming generation it's like a decision tree in, in machine learning once the right. tree is coming mm -hmm. to its sub leaves sub nodes <laughs> let's not go to that you would understand <laughs> that if you leave Okay, let's go from 1 to 10. Okay. If first 6 okay. is not lecturing, mm -hmm. then you have 7, 8, 9, 10 lecturing. Okay. So 7, 8, 9, 10 cannot produce top 10 again. They can only produce mm. less mm. than themselves. Mm, that right. is why In you... In terms of their level yes, of intellect. That is why you felt the man that taught you Fortran 77 doesn't even know it. Because probably mm. in his time in school, he wasn't interested in it. He might just join the lecturing job because there was no job. Wow. So the, th the third one Mind is the, the administrative problem. I mean, in Futsa, you graduated from there. For you mm -hmm. to get a degree, you have to run from one place to the other, no, carry paper from one place to the other. So <laughs> it is problematic. Now, the third one is financial problem. Okay. Schools now, they charge millions for you to graduate. Right. Private schools, even public schools are becoming like that. Mm -hmm. And the last one is the level of technology in Nigeria. Okay. That now being said, I would like yeah. to talk majorly on individuals quickly. Okay. The traffic that um, social media gets, mm -hmm. it dwarfs learning sites. For example, mm, Twitter or Facebook mm. or Instagram, yes. they get traffic madly. Mm -hmm. And learning places like Udemy, Coursera don't. Why? Because mm. students don't find it imperative to learn anymore. 
All they just want to do is to follow fun. friends, post memes, see what, mm. follow friends, catch fun, drag people, and all that. As if <laughs> that's dragging, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's big. Then the next one is even when school is on session, you would understand that some students would leave the comfort of their room to go to night classes. Right. I can put it to you that they spend five hours in night classes, but spend just thirty minutes reading. Ask mm. me how. Most of right. them goes to night classes with, with their, their phones. With their smartphones, and once they get there, their notification is on. Mm. This mm. guy has texted me, ah man, guy, no vex, I go good. And before you know it, summing up the time you use on your phone in that particular night class is four and a half hours. Wow. The distraction the digital thing costs for them is four and a half hours. Mm. Then the real reading is 30 minutes, and part of the 30 minutes, they will still have to greet their friends physically. Yeah, I want one night class. <laughs> <laughs> then you get to realize that they read one line for 10 minutes. Wow. And before wow. you know it, wow. they get wow. home, get tired, sleep. And think they've gotten something whereas they've gotten nothing so i guess uh that's why most of these um private universities they don't allow um smartphones, smartphones. Not allowed. exactly I guess it's, it's then because of distractions the, the last one in that series is what do people discuss on instant messengers what do you discuss on socials mm. do you discuss things that can breed you up my school is productive my school is resuming soon and what is trending now is jesus thanks is out jesus this are you are you trading pdfs that you guys can read mm. are you leveraging on zoom or whatsapp call to tutor each other or are you just doing it for the fun of it mm, right right so that's one thing that we have to really look into but um, right now um schools are coming they are going to open by monday hopefully hopefully and then you've been seeing a lot of conversations out there that uh, schools should not open because of the pandemic situation um, and all that <laughs> well um that is the saddening to, to be very candid mm. if clubs can be open if relaxation places play, can be open even playgrounds, if playgrounds for, the for the kids can be open if the mall can be open i wonder why educational system is it's it's much like people are now intentionally trying to just kill the educational system in this country so and that is why when you brought me on this show when you gave me the idea of this show i was willing to jump on it because mm-hmm. i have listed here things that can help people to mm-hmm. use their digital citizenship better right. so before the expiration of the time of the show i will just share a couple of them can we just quickly share it we have two minutes to go on the show and all right so that, yeah so quickly the first one is self-educational learning Okay. No matter what you're studying, no matter what you studied in university, no matter what you intend to study, mm-hmm. there are a lot of websites on the internet that can help you. Self learning is very important. Very important. Online audience and everybody listening to us right now, leverage on this Google, use Bing, all these applications. There is a particular website called Alison. You can learn a lot of things exactly. on The next one is um, the practical aspect of whatever it is you're learning. If you are a tech guy, okay. go to udemy.com, you'll be surprised what you can learn on Udemy. You can learn A to Z of any programming language on Udemy. Mm. And the funny thing is, this thing goes for maybe five or ten dollars. Right. And it's right. cheap. Mm-hmm. And the third one is useful certifications. You, you can visit one of the very good ops here let me not okay. make advertisement but no, no, no. <laughs> one of the very good ops. you you get yourself useful certifications you understand that with these certifications in your cv your cv becomes robust right online mm. there are a lot of free certifications you can get free in fact some of these social media like linkedin linkedin they also, teach. So, yeah there are certifications you can get on linkedin and also if you want to reach me after the show i will call out my number right now you can call me on zero eight one five one six one three two 
0208-2688. You can also reach out to me on Twitter to get started. So it's a good time once again. Join me next week by 12.30 p.m. on Tech World with Shola Kenny for another exciting and inspiring time. Do enjoy the rest of your weekend and ensure you take an action. Thank you.